Hello, folks. Welcome to the Note Picks at the Dark Podcast. As you know, I'm your host, Aaron Dante. Today, we have a special guest, uh, one of my near dear best friends. I've known him for 20 years, and uh, we go back to uh, knowing each other from Syracuse University. Michael, how you doing today? Good, Aaron. Listen, thank you so much for having me. How apropos that we're in Miami doing this thing. You it, know? it makes sense. We're on location in South Beach, Miami, and um down here for a lot of reasons because we uh celebrate my 30th birthday party down here um we've had a good time in miami yeah we, we we've been here once or twice and uh now listen first of all i want to congratulate you on the enormity of your success i think that i told you this before i've never listened to a podcast before yours and you know a lot of the podcasts um that you've had have been people that we know, but there's so much about these people um, that I didn't know, you know, uh, that it, it was it was really entertaining and I loved it. And I think that the audience really appreciates that and, and, and digs it. And so I think that that kind of contributes it. So I have a uh, I, I have a lot of um, people to follow, you know, follow up on. Um, so hopefully, hopefully, hopefully people enjoy our story. Well, you know, that's what we're here. We're here letting people know some good stories and about us and whatnot. So um, let's get into it. Thank you again for all the love. I appreciate love and support that you have reached out. And, you know, I gave you a little tester before it came out so you could hear what was going on. So um, without further ado, uh, again, we've known each other since Syracuse University, uh, the Q's 315. And I wanted to go and talk about, you gave me some stories back. We've gone on so many trips. We've gone to Barcelona. We've gone to mm-hmm. Montreal. We've gone everywhere. And um, I've gotten to know you, you, your family. I've gone to where you grew, grew up. Yep. Which is very interesting. And I wanted to bring that into the story. So are you originally from the United States? No, no. So give people the story about the United sure, States. Sure, sure. No. So so I was born in Poland. Um, so, you know, we, I grew up, I, I came out, we came over when we were, uh, when I was um, six, six years old uh, with my sister and my parents. Um, the background of it was that when we were in Poland, they would give out individual visas, right? So they didn't want to give it to the entire family at one time because they knew if they gave it to everybody, you would leave the country. And so they gave it to my mom first, and then she came over and visited. My, my grandparents were already over here. Uh, my grandparents and my dad's sister were over here already. And so they gave it to my mom. She came over and visited. They gave it to my dad and my sister, and they came over and visited, and I was the last one. And once I, once I got the visa you know, we all came over and we moved, right? So this is about um, 87, I think, that so, we came over. So your parents, were you still living in Poland by yourself or were your parents still there with you? Yeah, no, no, we were, we were um, you know, so they're alternate, right? So my mom came over and then my dad and my sister were there and then, and then my, um, uh, my dad and sister came over and me and my mom were there. So we, we were still there. And, and the whole point of moving, the whole reason for it was so that my sister and I could have a, a, a better future, right? So, so, you know, and I'm sure we'll get into it, but it was, you know, try to think of, try to imagine this, you know, so from, from background perspective, both of my parents are, are extremely highly educated. Both of them had their master's degrees in sociology. They were successful in Poland. Um, and you kind of give it up, right? And, 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 and you come to the United States for the betterment of your kids. So, so think about that. You know, 
both you and I are new fathers, right? Right. And, and, and the fact that, like, look at all we have here and the success we have here. And can you just imagine giving all that up and moving to another country? Because you're just like, you know what? I want Luca to have a better future. Like, the, that, like that the, the be, challenge. That would be very hard for me to do that. Sure. Very hard. Yeah. So, so I think that, you know, for, for, for us, it was, again, it was 87. So, you know, when you're a kid, it's, it's a little bit easier because you're so young that you kind of get immersed in the culture and, and, and you learn it, right? So for me, I'll, I'll give you a quick story. When we moved, we moved in, in, in February or March of, of, of a given year. And I was, I think, either six or seven, I forget. But the right grade I should have been in would have been first grade. But it was already in March, so they tried to put me in kindergarten just so, again, from a math perspective, let's say, um, you know, math is math, it's numbers, right? But it's from a language standpoint, they wanted to put me back, but they didn't have any room. So they stuck me in first grade. So I remember, you know, the first day I show up and, and imagine, you know, it's bad enough, like you're like a new kid thrown in and, and you're in March. So you're already in like the second semester. And, and then you don't speak the language, you know? So not only do you not speak the language, so you're sitting there like trying to absorb everything that's being taught to you. And you can't understand 90% of it, right? And on top of it, you're six or seven years old, right? So the kids, they, they treat you like a toy, you know? Because, like, you can't understand anything they're saying. You're just, like, laughing it off, you know? Um, and they're telling you, you know, say this word, say this. And you say it, and they're like, oh, I gave, like you said, the F word. I gave, you know, saying this and that. So it was, um, it was, it was a challenge, and I think that, you know, we, we, we've talked about this before. It was kind of because you're young and you have a certain ignorance about yourself. Um, so it's easier to kind of deal with it. For me personally, I'm sure for my parents, um, it was a little bit, um, it, it was obviously more challenging, right? They learned English through tapes. It wasn't, you know, there, there, there wasn't Rosetta Stone back then or anything <laughs> like that, right? So, so they, would, they would try to learn their English, you know, on tape. One of, you know, the, 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 the regrets, and we can talk about, you know, you know further some of the challenges that, that, that we face, but one of the regrets, I think, was my parents asked both my sister and I to speak English in the house, right? Because, again, they went into the workforce speaking English, or, you know, needing to speak English. And so sometimes you lose a part of your background of yourself, you know, um, because you become so immersed in, 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 in this new culture, right? So um, on one hand, it's great because, you know, we picked up English and, and, and I learned it. And my parents, you know, were able to, to kind of thrive in, the, in, in their workplace. But we went back, you know, and again, we can touch on this. We went back to Poland, um, I think, six, seven years ago. And my sister had to, you know, she had to take Rosetta Stone because she had to relearn it. Because, again, because you lose that part of yourself when you come in here. When you're fully immersed, you lose a piece of yourself, right? So, you know, in the beginning, I think that the challenges were greater for my parents than it was really for me or my sister. Um, but I think that as we kind of 
grew older, we started to appreciate the sacrifices that they made and what that meant for us. So just curious about you guys growing up, you guys growing up in the States and the kids uh, obviously were making fun of you guys Mm because they're they're kids, Mm -hmm. American kids. And were there any nicknames they gave you or anything like that that just was just because you were different? Because I really want people to understand the story just because it's relevant in this day and age. Because yeah. I, I don't want to touch on politics, but I want people sure. to understand the whole perspective of what you're saying right now and how this country was built on immigrants. Yeah. So where, how was it with the kids? How was it he's a young child growing up who knew Polish fluently? Yep. How were the kids? Because that, 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 we know right now everybody's bullying. Right. You were getting bullied back in the day and it was, it, it, we all got bullied. But So go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead yeah. and tell. I, I think that, um, that there's a couple of things, right? So, yeah, you're absolutely right that kids are kids, right? So when we moved in, I'll tell you the story. When we first moved in, we moved in with my grandparents. So we lived uh, with my grandparents that were already here for about five years. And so we moved in their house. And so on their street, they had a bunch of kids that are outside. And I remember the first time we moved in, um, I wanted to go out and play with the kids because, you know, I'm a, I'm a six, seven year old, right? And so I asked my dad, I said, you know, how do you say what's your name, right? And so, you know, he tells me how you say it. And I kind of go out there and I went outside and there was a group of like five, six kids. And I was just like, you know, I, I say, you know, what's your name? But if the kid doesn't respond with a name, if they respond with a question, you're kind of thrown off, right? So they essentially left me back in the house because I couldn't communicate with them, right? Um, listen, it, it, it was a challenge uh, in itself, but again, when you're, when you're a young kid, you're more resilient, right? So like telling about the story now, I think to a lot of the audience, you're like, oh man, I can't, I can't imagine being that. Like that, that's so uncomfortable, that's so awkward, you know? But I think that as a child, you don't really see that as much of an issue as 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 it was. So um, I think that I think that it was um, I think that it was a challenge, um, but at the same time, you know, it 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 it's something that kind of shapes you and prepares you for future challenges in life. So this is grade school. We get to middle school, high school. Your English has improved a lot. Um, do you still carry your Polish? Do you live in a Polish neighborhood? So what kind of neighborhood are you living in when you're in America? Just yeah, going through and, 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 and that's a great point, right? So, you know, there is uh, traditional Polish neighborhoods uh, in, in, in Philadelphia. So, so I grew up in Philadelphia uh, after we moved here. Um, we did not move into a Polish neighborhood. We grew up in an Irish-Italian kind of mixed neighborhood, right, where there aren't a lot of immigrants. So, again, pros and cons, right? The pro being that you're 100% immersed in a um, American culture. The con is that the opposite of that is that you know you lose some of you know your Polish culture, right? So, um, so, so, so again, I I enjoyed living there. I just uh, one thing that I think I regret is I didn't have 
the same sense of pride that I think I should have. You know, now you look at it as 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 having having a Polish heritage and Polish background as a plus. But at the time, all I wanted to do was just fit in, right? So I just wanted to be just like everybody else. So I wanted to be American, you know? So sometimes people are like, well, what's, what's your background? You make stuff up, you know? It's like, wow, well, I'm, I'm 50%, you know, <laughs> Scottish, I'm 50% Italian, you know, whatever it is. Um, you just, you, you, I didn't embrace my background, my heritage to the point that I should have. And, and part of it was just, you know, as, as a child, I just, I, I wasn't, you know, strong enough to, to, to kind of bear that, to, to, to wear that as a sense of pride versus almost like a sense of shame. So just to even fast forward even to now, um, I know we're going to skip around a little bit, but mm-hmm. with you having a daughter, mm-hmm. how would you embrace your Polish background with her? So you said on that and you. So I I, want to kind of tie this in. Right. So when you have a a child, you grow up a certain way. And so what I want to do is is, kind of, you know, you both you and I have 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 been successful in, in, in things that we do. And we wish that upon our kids. Correct. And so obviously I want my, you know, my son and my daughter to be successful as well. And so you kind of think of ways to, to motivate them. So I want to first, they, they, they can't possibly have the same upbringing that we did, right? But you want to help them have that similar sense of motivation that maybe you had. And I want to kind of share what my upbringing, what, what motivation, you know, I had, right? And, and kind of coming for forgetting the fact of, hey, listen, I, I was thrown into the fire with a bunch of kids, you know, not speaking the language and overcoming those obstacles. That's there, right? But to tie it into my parents' struggles, and as I um, grew older, I became more cognizant of, you know, what they gave up, right? So I'm gonna tell you a story. I don't think I don't, I don't even think I ever told you this story. Um, we were in a we were in a restaurant, and I was probably in my teens by that point. And um, you know, my father is probably one of the, the smartest guys I know. Right? He's just he's just brilliant. And um, you know, we were we we're ordering, and, and he ordered something like a lemonade. And his mind just worked so fast, but it's just his language wasn't there. And he was struggling, like he was saying lemonade, but the waitress couldn't understand what he was saying, you know? And it's it's such a it, it, it's such an insignificant event, but it had such an effect on me, you know? It's tough to kind of explain. So she walked away. So he finally, like, you know, he finally got the order in, but then I would, like, look over and I would see him kind of struggling with it. Like, what's her problem? Like, she can't, I, I said lemonade. Like, well, what's so difficult to understand about this, you know? And um, and on one hand, you say to yourself, like, yeah, Dad, it's all right. Like, you kind of get it. But then you put it in perspective. Like, think about this, Aaron. You know, this is like a highly educated man. Just very articulate, very smart. That gave up everything to come to this country and 
he can't order a lemonade, you know? So to me, you know, I get emotional about this, but to me, it kind of put me in a position and put me in perspective. Like, look at what they gave up. You better not fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, if they did this for you, you better you better make sure you're successful. Now, if you ask my mom and dad, they'd be like, listen, I would love you. I don't care what you would have done with your life, right? But to me, it was it was it was it was it was a type of thing that it was it had a huge effect on me. That I said, I said, um, for all that they gave up, I gotta make sure that I do it right. You know, I gotta make sure that I apply myself. So, again, it's a small thing. Um, now, without that event, it's like it's like it's not like that event made me or like you know resulted in me being where I am today. I'm not saying that, um, but it did have an effect on me, and so to tie it back to 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 my my, my son and my daughter, you know they are living a life right now that's probably better than I had, which is the way you want it, right? Correct. That it's just like you know you want your kids to grow up a little bit better than you did. That's the positive of it. The negative of it is that where are where's the motivation going to come from, right? That it's just like if you're comfortable, you know, where's that motivation going to come from? Now, and this could be a this this could be a completely different pod, and this is just my personal opinion here. You know what I mean? This, this could be like this like, could be this could be a part, part one. Two, this, this, this part, part, one. This part listen, one right here. Well, look, 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 listen. You know, I, I I had this conversation before. Um. With kids, and everybody has their own opinion about parenting, right? To me, it's my feeling is that it's genes, right? Like your kids, the genes that they have, like your parenting, my role when I look at it is just to stay out of the way. Like, you know what I mean? Like with Simone, it's it, it, it it's kind of let her do her thing and just like not mess it up, you know? So part of it is just you're self-driven. Somebody else, if I didn't have my genes, I could have seen that event with my father and then just been like, what's this problem? Like, he can't pronounce lemonade, right? And then just roll with it. But because I got the genes that I got, I took it as a motivational factor. So, you know, part of it, I understand that it's just, you know, somebody either has it in them or they don't have it in them. Um, but I think that, you know, Using that diversity that, that, you know, having grandparents that are as, 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 as intelligent and, and, and cultured as, um, you know, my parents are to Simone and Nick, um, I think that um, that's a benefit to them, right? That, that they're able to, you know, teach them and kind of groom them and, 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 and be an asset to them, um, to, to, to help to help cultivate their their, their growth so I guess 
What would you tell your younger self looking back now? Mm-hmm. What would you tell you? What would you say to that young man who moved over? <laughs> if you could talk to him now and say, what would you say to him? You know, um, I you know I frequently talked about uh, uh, about this with, my, with with um with people. One of the things that you know when we moved here, we didn't have a lot of money, um, but at an early age, my parents. Uh, always instilled in me basically like the long game, right? Like you're going to college and you're going to be a suit. You know what I mean? And so this is where you're going to end up. And that's where I ended up. So I, 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 I think that, you know, I would have, you know, if I was, if I was talking to my younger self, it's kind of like stay the course. You know what I mean? Believe you know, Sixers are playing today, right? So it's just like trust the process. Right? <laughs> so, so, so I think that um, I, I think that the one thing, looking back on it in hindsight, I think I would have told a younger, you know, a younger self. I don't have a lot of regrets, but I think I would have told myself to be be stronger and be more proud of your background and of your heritage, right? Like you have something that all these kids don't have, you know what I mean? Like you have a, a, a richness and and, and, and and a background and and a, a family history that a lot of people you know don't have, you know. So I would tell you know I would tell him younger myself, don't be ashamed of it, you know. I would say that I had known him. Since junior, sophomore, junior year, we, we knew each other through mutual friends and whatnot. And it's funny you talk about have pride in yourself and your in your culture and whatnot. And I didn't know. So I, I want to say from 2000, 2001, I did not know until mid, I want to say 2007, mm-hmm. that you even spoke Polish. Yeah, I mean. So it's kind of, it kind of, the only reason why I knew that, because when I went to your house, <laughs> in, yeah. your, in your old hood, right, right. Your mom and dad, yep. sister spoke spoke it, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, "My homeboy switches up the dialect on me." Yeah. I was like, "What's going?" On? At first, I was like, "Is he part of the CIA or something?" Yeah. Like that? yeah. What's going on with this household? But you know, I, I wish I would have known that earlier because yeah. that's something you should be prideful about. No, and 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 you're absolutely right, and 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 I think that it's something that I have. Listen, I'm not, you know, I'm I'm not walking around with, you know, the Polish flag tattooed on my chest. Like, you know what I mean? It, it, it's, you know, I was here since I was seven years old. I consider myself more American than I do Polish. But having said that, I think I could have been more proud of my roots. I could have probably done a better job of keeping up with my family. You know, I was fortunate enough, and, and, and this is, you know, you and I have I've, I've done a ton of travels. We, we, we've been to a lot of places, and, and I, I've traveled a lot myself. One of my favorite trips was with my sister and my father. We went back to Poland, right? And um, it was just, it, 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 was an, it, was, it was an unbelievable trip. My mom didn't want to make the trip, but it was, it was cool because at seven, you still remember you, know, you still have memories of it. You know, it's not like you're you're two and you're like, I don't, you know, I just remember through pictures, right? So, we grew up in a town called Elbląg, and it's uh it's it's in the north north of Poland. It's by Gdańsk, and um, we uh, we we lived on like a, a small quaint street, 
and and we got there. I remember walking down the street, and it's like when you're a kid, everything's big in your memory, right? And then it's just like you get there, and everything's too small, right? And so I'll tell you a quick story. This is crazy. This is sometimes like how small the world is, right? So well, my sister was two. So we lived in a housing complex where they had different hallways, right? So we had six, four, and two on one side, one, three, and five on the other side. And so think about it, you know, this is in the 80s, so people were just, you know, it was, uh, it was a small street, and so kids were playing outside. So my sisters, you know, I was outside, my sisters playing outside, my parents were in, and they were, you know, um, they were out and about, but my sister, there was a, there was a, there was a guy that lured her into another stairwell. And it was, you know, and you don't know what he was gonna do, right? So there was a woman that noticed this and uh, stopped it, yelled at him, took her by the arm and took her back to our apartment, you know? And I know right now people are like, wait, crazy? Like, you know, like you let a two-year-old out? Like, but it was just, you know, it was, it was a different time. So we would tell this story and my sister would tell this story you know, a million times over again. She was almost abducted, and this woman saved her, you know. So it was crazy. When we went back to, you know, we were on the, on the street, we're walking down the street, and, and we're taking pictures of kind of where we grew up. And there's two, two women walking down the street, and they strike up a conversation like, ah, oh, you know, because, again, this isn't a tourist spot, right? Like, nobody comes through taking pictures, on Schlusarska Street in Erblon, Poland. <laughs> it just doesn't happen, right? So, um, so you know, we told them, like, yeah, we, we grew up here. She's like, what? When, uh, what like, yeah, we're in the second floor of the hallway six. She's like, oh, you're the Zaboroviches, right? And they're like, yeah. And, and a woman like, looks at my sister, and she says, I remember you when you were little. And she went, and she told this story exactly like my sister would tell it, right? That is just like, you know, she got she got abducted and the woman saved her and brought her back to the apartment. It was just surreal um, because it was, it, 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 to, to me, it was, it, it was surreal because it, it made it real, right? Because it's kind of like, you know, you, you, you tell stories that are almost like folklore and then when it actually happens. So... You know, we had a, we had a, I, I had an unbelievable time and it was, it was somewhat strange because we showed up and, you know, everybody's been in Poland, our cousins, our family. And so it was, there's like a feel out factor where you don't really, you know, we're coming from big city in the United States, you know, <laughs> and they're in little town, but I'm telling you, man, there was so hospitable. There were just, it, it was almost like too much where, when, when they would say, where are you staying at? We're like, we're like, yeah, we're staying at this hotel down here. Like, well, why don't you just stay at my place? I would, you could, and you're looking like you're living in a one bedroom apartment. Like, what? <laughs> so like, oh, I can stay on the couch. You guys can sleep in the bed. It's like, now we're cool at a hotel. So, it. So I, I think that it was a, a, a very influential, very surreal experience for me, maybe more so than it was for my sister. Um, she was much younger when we left, but the fact that I can remember some of this stuff and actually put it to, 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 to real life, I, th I think was um, 
um, was a very cool experience being able to do that with my father, have him walk me through where we grew up, where we went to school, have him tell me backstories about our family was, was awesome. And, you know, hopefully I can, hopefully I can take my family and then they can appreciate the background of, 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 of where I came from, where my family is and, 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 and be able to be a part of part of the tradition you know I'm, I'm sure you know our family in in in, in poland uh you know would, would be very welcoming as well so to um wrap some things up um and like i said I'm, this is not a political pod mm-hmm. but i just wanted to to give your feelings on your story you just told us two successful parents um now you have a successful you're successful your sister's successful and you're immigrants mm-hmm. what is your feelings on what's going on in the world today especially in the united states with immigrants and whatnot i'm not i know your audience and i'm not going to get political about things right but i'm not trying to pander to it but this is this is this is real to me right we came over and we were afforded as immigrants and we were afforded certain opportunities and we took advantage of you know whether it's you know, the schooling or whatever help was kind of given to us, right? And we were able to be successful. I don't feel like I took a job from somebody. I added to society. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I feel as an immigrant, I'm a valuable member. Same thing with my parents, same thing with my sister. I feel very strongly about this. That, you know, when you look at the two parties right now, one embraces this and then the other one you know there's so much talk about illegal immigration eventually you have so much talk about it the line gets blurred you have people that are proposing cutting all immigration you know what i'm saying like by 50 percent. so what are you telling me you would have shut you you would have cut my if this would have happened you know 30 years ago you would have cut my chance by 50 percent to come here and succeed so to me, and I'm not a single issue voter at all, but the stances that these people have, the one party has on immigration is just completely contrasts my views on it. You know what I mean? And, and so I feel very strongly about giving people the opportunity like I was given to be able to thrive and flourish like my sister was given, like my parents were given, to, 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 to add to this great country. I think uh, you've uh, said it, and I think that's actually a really good wrap-up to this. Um, I will tell people one of the huge positives that has come out of this pod is that he didn't know from the first season, um, Emily, um, with Emily having MS, yeah. um, Mike, Real quick, uh, before so we can wrap sure. up, explain what to do with MS and what to do in Philadelphia. Absolutely, and and so that, that that's one. That you're absolutely right. That that you know, I've met Emily numerous times, and I didn't know you know about her struggles with it. You know, one of my best friends, Jay, um, was diagnosed with 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 MS uh, 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 about you know eight nine years ago, um, and we do an annual fundraiser um, to support MS. 
event and so it was great to hear that you know that there are other people that also support the cause and and so you know hopefully we can combine forces in the future and so certainly you know we can we can we can open it up to people um if, if they're if, if they want to support it all right folks live and direct on location and uh sunny south beach miami i felt like it was fitting to do it down here because mm -hmm. South Beach was basically our, our second home back in 2000s. That's right. And um, we're going to sign off on that note. Again, Mr. Michael, appreciate you coming on the pod. All right. Thank you, man. All right. We out, folks. Have a good week.